Hello and welcome to episode 161 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Coming up, we're going to talk about that Dublin Mayo epic battle touching back on Gordon Manning during the week. We're going to talk about the under-20s off. He had a big win today. And then we're also going to follow up with the League All About It show. Latest happenings. A lot of teams were inspired by Mayo um, today. So we're going to have a chat with that. But first, Oasis. Where, where do you begin? Where do you begin? First of all, my condolences to the Division 2 teams and Division 3B teams who were unable to see the game because they were playing. Uh, I, was, I, yeah, I talk about that in the league all about it show, but what a game on Saturday night. Absolutely epic. Um, just, oh, just pulsating. You're on your edge of your seat. You're gone. You thought Mayo were gone at half time, especially they weren't pushing up the kickouts and they just went for it. Um, we got Manning on during the week. Uh, he did tip it. He tipped extra time. And he tipped Mayo or Dublin not going to the well and not getting it. Do you want to hear that? I want you to hear it. Yeah, here is the short clip from Gordon. To go back to what I said earlier, I do feel at some stage in the next month, Dublin will go to the well and they'll yeah. pull up the bucket and it'll be empty. And they'll just, because I think they're trying to convince themselves that the hunger and desire is where it needs to be and they're, they're uh, as on it as they have been in the past. But I just, I think they're just trying to convince themselves they are. Uh, and a team with ambition who will take them on and go at them. Uh, with aggression and Mayo will do that and I just I, you know I think it, I really do think it could come down to uh, the last minute or two might go to extra time I think the key word Gordon uses there is aggression and aggressively going after Mayo because they kind of died they were going to die with their boots on in the second half regardless of what happened and it just got bolder and it just got more empowered and it just got more between the teeth and just gripped Dublin over and Dublin kind of didn't know what to do maybe it's the lack of preparation in the Leinster Championship they just didn't know what to do when, when the pressure came on in that white heat of battle they weren't fully tested they weren't fully ready for it a lot of their players are kind of on the wane and a lot of the new players are untested they haven't got those reps haven't got those minutes in standards are obviously slipping within the camp um, brilliant champions like there's no like we know that we know we're well aware of all that and all the accolades they've got and but um, it just shows that they're human too you know like the likes of James McCarthy Fenton like uh, Conal Callan was very quiet Kira Kilkenny was snuffed out of it and Parago Horror gets the man of the match in RT and then you just see warriors like Lee Keegan Paddy Durkin um, just driving into it it's just it it just they're just brilliant for their pure honesty and their pure heart. But like behind it all, they've pure um, enthusiasm and fanatical fans and players and sons and daughters. Even the Mayo ladies were playing that day, the day before, the day, the game before that game against the Dublin ladies. Well, so just fanatical, and it just comes from all those big games, playing in Crow Park, being at the top end of the table, to have that athleticism. To go toe to toe, and you just would love loud to have, get up to that, because you can see it. Even Mayo, we mentioned that in the podcast during the week, that Mayo had more pace in their side. Dublin lacked a bit of pace, and I'll put it out on Instagram. Dublin did lack pace. There's no lads coming off the line or coming off the shoulder, making darting runs or getting the overlaps. Just lacked that. They're kind of slow and methodical and arcing round and just trying to keep possession and it's just kind of told in the end because there's no real plan P, plan B and when you're coming like that and you're chasing the game which is the wear towards the end and in extra time it's just hard to match we 
you, you just love you just love to see Larry do that and just go with pace maybe that's the way you have to go just pick players with pace and then just mould them into something it's um, just brilliant and then going to have some probably on again maybe uh, someone else different maybe the preview I didn't think we were going to have the the carry to own game but that's obviously going to happen now they're going to uh, they play that game 28 so I'd say a lot of clubs will be looking to get that game off on the Saturday whoever's out on the Saturday I think it's Division 2 again I think they're getting nailed again but it could actually maybe maybe that's the final round of the league games maybe, yeah so maybe it could be Division 2 on on that Saturday maybe 3B again uh, all on the same night but they'll, they'll want to, to sort that out maybe get an early game and maybe get, get all the games to Friday or to Sunday uh, to see that carry thrown because they won't, won't want to miss another epic but um, it just means the championship's been pushed back the, the All-Ireland final is is on the 11th of September the championship was supposed to be on that weekend in Loud will that be pushed back will it be kind of maybe organised around it it's on the Saturday this September the 11th so maybe there'll be no games on the Saturday in Loud and they'll play the Friday and Sunday either side of it fairly simply avoided there Um if it, to be told but um, right so that's enough on the national but let's get down nitty gritty on the local scene on tonight's league all about Joe a lot of boys were inspired with big big scores a lot of openness maybe the competitiveness has kind of gone out of it it's kind of it lacks that bit of bite in, in the defending when you see high score lines there all across the board like you see like say, 7-10s and 3-12s and 3-13s and 4-13s and 4-16s 2-18 massive score lines you know over 14-15 scores 19 scores up to 20 scores in some cases so maybe the lack of it has gone out of it maybe teams are just getting ready for the championship but still lads are mad to play football after that game on, on the Division 1 uh, anyway and Division 3 as well so they, they they got to watch the game go out and kick points like uh, Tommy goals but um, that's it we're going to have it now we're going to put up that league all about it Sean. I'm just going to finish with a slight touch to the under 20s at the end too Hello and welcome to a Mayo inspired league all about it show on the loud and proud Facebook and Instagram page brought to you by the cleaning doctor external cleaning services in loud and Monaghan they're now on Facebook as well or sorry on Instagram as well so do give them a follow and see what they get up to and how they clean all those roofs gutters windows walls patios and driveways right so um like I said it's the Mayo inspired uh, league all about it show because looking at some of the scores there was a lot of lads um, kicking points today a lot of lads were putting on the, the boots after after last night's Mayo Dublin game and I know a lot of the Division 2 was unfortunate they got the Division 2 and Division 3B they got the short end of the stick they got to um, play their games last night instead of watching that absolute epic um so hard luck to them. The the Joes and the Plunkers they missed their they they're fortunate enough to have their game changed to Tuesday. So we'll be we'll be uh we'll be talking about that next weekend. Um and then the Knicks and Dowdle Hill that game was off as well last night. So absolutely brilliant, brilliant, um brilliant, brilliant um, scores today, some really high scores and like I said, 
a lot of people were inspired after watching that magnificent victory last night to see the dubs finally slayed by the team that they've always been un- unfortunately the better against Mayo and they finally came up front and did the business so back to, to um, the League All About show here in Laird I'll go through the results I'll talk about we'll start with Division 3B and that Nick Stoudles Hill game was off so Cahull and Gales were beaten by the Mitchells 2-18 to 4 um, the only draw of the whole weekend the Sean's 2-7 the Tones 13 points so that's a well, nice um, bit of talk about that game. Um, really exciting finish to it. It's the Bannon 2-8, Annamin and 3-10. Annamin and are back to winning ways. Then Division 2 last night, Kilkerley won 14th and Dock Young Ireland's 12 points. <coughs> the Rallies 3-12, then Dock Gales 2-14. That's another exciting one we'll be talking about in a while. The Clans 3-10, the Finbars 8 points. Hunterstown Rovers 4-16, the O'Connell 7 points. Roach won 13, the Kevins won 10. And then the Plunks and the Joes, like I said, at the start, they are going to be playing on Tuesday. Division 3A, Dunlear, maybe a bit of mind games. They give uh, Glen Emmett's the walkover. Not fully sure of the details there, but they'll meet each other in the Junior Championship, no doubt. The Piercy, big win over Glyde, 2-8 to 1-9. They were beaten there a couple of weeks ago in Glyde, so they've returned the favour. The Malachy, 7-10. The Westerns, two points. And then in the Division 1 games today, a lot of four four home wins and two away wins. The Pats won 12, the Blues won 8. That's the first away win. Then Cooley, they went to Bewley and they beat the Feckers, 313 to 115. The Mockers, 217, Malik Rangers, 10 points. The Jocks, 413, the Sean O'Mahony's, 17. The Geraldines, 114, the Brides, 12 points. And then RD beat the Dreadnoughts 17 points to 8. So we're back here and we're um, we're going to go through where which game we start with. I think we'll go with the uh, we'll go with the Division 3A. We'll start with 3A, the Sunday games afternoon game. <laughs> the Pierce, like I said, returned the favour. Sean Arrowsmith with the first goal, playing left half back. He came up the field and got the goal, the first goal of the game for the Pierce. Trevor O'Brien landed 1-5 for Glyde. Really good performance. And Alan Kirk, yeah, the man from RD, he's moved down to Tallinnstown. He's joined Glyde and he's kicking points as well. But Colonel Shields got the second half goal that propelled Nipiercy on to a great a great win. So that's that's good for them to get that win just before the championship. Nice timing. The Malachys, massive win. They're on a good run of form. They were going to give someone a tanking. And it just happened to be the Westerns. Um, They've ran Lanlear close and they've ran Glyde close in recent weeks. But uh, Stephen Bournes, Paddy Moley, um, Donald Begley got two goals, Ryan O'Hanlon got a goal, Paul uh, Gogarty got 1-1 one, one, and then Jamie Kelly got 1-3 as well. So high scoring there from the, from the men from Corpan. And then Division 3B, we'll finish off with 3B. And the Mitchells, 2-18, Cahull and Gales, four points. Cahull and Gales back playing again, slowly but surely getting up to the run of things. Um, the Mitchells back to winning ways themselves after a couple of indifferent weeks. Um, John Gallagher and Kevin Gallagher with the goals. John Gallagher, top scorer, won five, I think he finished with. Anaminum, 3-10. Stabannon, 2-8. So, <coughs> Anaminum are um, playing nice football. And so, Stabannon, that was a very, very close game. But a big second half from Annamin. I think they got their um, their three goals in now. Seven five at half time. Um, Dwayne Markey finished top scorer. He got the first goal. 
at the start of the second half for Anamin and one three he finished with James O'Connor got a goal. Then the Stabana fought back through Johnny McGee fortuitous goal and then Harry Butley oh, sorry Harry Butley got the fortuitous goal and uh, Johnny uh, Johnny McGee got the goal as well and uh, the second goal that looked like Stabana were going to come back into it and. Marky kicked a couple of late points and then Rory Phelan got a goal looped over the span and goalie's head. So that's a good win for Anamin and, and they're setting themselves up right for a nice run in towards the championship. Right, we'll go Division Division 1. Um, the Brides, big local derby, Brides and the, the Geraldines. Um, really, really tough game. Really uh, no love lost between the two sides. Colonel High got the goal and that looked to be the difference between them. Love and discipline on the the bride side. Andrew Smith and um, Emma Kirk were sent off, and then another youngster for the brides. Actually, another Kirk Nathan made his debut today as well. So not all lost. Few positives there for the brides to pick out. Um, um, but the Geraldines, that's a big win for them. Um, we'll talk about the table. Actually, I do want to talk about the table um, because do the table does the table lie? I don't know, we, we, we'll have a look at it. Um, RD, they had a big win, 17 points to 8, nearly double scores, more than double scores over the Dreadnoughts. Peach uh, Califf playing very well inside, hit a lot of frees. Um, Conor Gillespie and Kieran Keenan got four points apiece for RD. Darren McConnell, Luke Matthews, also fairly lively. Game was fairly even, I was think it was 13-7 down the stretch. And Clark had a big shout for a penalty, wasn't given. And maybe Ardy would have pushed on anywhere, but maybe the Dreadnought scored that penalty and to come back into the game and go quite well. I know I've actually forgotten. Thanks for reminding me. I've forgotten the Sean's and Tones again. We're going to go back and maybe do that one at the end. Um, <coughs> the Jocks, big win over the Sean O'Mahony's. John Clutterbuck seems to be in serious form at the moment. He finished with 1 4. He got the first goal after five minutes. Then Conor Whelan got a goal just before half time. And then Sam Mulroy hit two goals in the second half. <coughs> a young fellow by the name of JP Rooney started that game he got the first score it was 2-6 to 2 at half time but um, Sean the manager was quite wasteful um, Terry Ke- Terry got the, got a late goal for the Sean the man. he's put a bit of respectability on the scoreline then Cooley did he play was he even there no he wasn't even there that man is Rob Carney he uh, didn't turn up didn't fancy the trip to Bewley uh, Patrick Johnson got the first goal, uh, I think it was 1-7-1-5 at half time in favour of the Feckers, in favour of the home sides. Paul Matthews got the goal, really good goal. But Cooley took over in the second half, Michael Rafferty got a goal and Patrick Hanlon got the third goal as well. Um, Fergal Malone got two, really, got, sorry, had a really great second half, got five uh, scores against the win, so good performance from the youngster. Uh, the Moctis and Mattock, big win for the Moctis, uh, 217 to 10 points. Decky Bourne, we've mentioned him nearly every week with high score and Hallies. This time he's got a couple of goals, 290 finish with. Um, very impressed with them, a lot of good work rate. Ben Waters played well for Cullen. Um, Carl Fleming got a couple of frees again. Um, another Goss in the full back, um, really impressed today, but very organised, massive work rate from the Moctis, who are. Uh, we we're going to be mentioned there when I mentioned the the table. <coughs> League All About a Show brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor, external cleaning services in Laird of Monaghan, windows, gutters, walls, roofs, patios, and drivers. Follow them. They're now on Instagram as well. So it's nice to get a good visual of, of what, what work, good work they do. Um, last game I have to talk about in 
the Division 1 is the Blues and the Pats. Good win for the Pats after their, they were pulled back and pegged back from a 10-point lead last week um, to beat the Pats, to beat the Blues um, in Drogheda, yeah, 112-18. to And it looked like the Blues were going to win. They were edging the first half, 1-2 to 4 points. Ross Nally with a goal, he was in a full forward and uh, looked to be he played quite well Ross Nally going by the scores anyway and the the Pats reintroduced Desi Finnegan back into the middle of the field Paddy Keenan goes off kicks, kicks a couple of points goes off at the start of the second half no problem to still push on Jason Woods gets a goal midway through the second half 15 minutes in he finished with 1-3 and uh, they powered on to a good 4 point win uh, away in Drogheda so we'll have to look out for the Pats maybe come championship time yes I've forgotten the Shawns and the Tones that was a very close game very uh, sending off at the start of that game kind of kind of hampered the Shawns Cormac Walsh gets, gets a straight red after Ke- uh, Millie gets a Kevin McMahon gets an early goal um, really uh, really good game really spirited display by the Shawns 14 men um, Peter Osborne gets the, gets the uh, second goal looked like they're going to win the game Darren Weller hits five points comes back in Emmett Duffy looks like he's won the game for the Shawns and then Sam Kelly comes off inside the half and equalises the game um, uh, really good play from uh, the Shawns goalie name I cannot think if someone sends it in to me now is it Danny no Danny Collins was outfield he played, he played very well um, I can't think I'll have a quick check because it's fairly important and uh, his kickouts were very very key to the the Sean's uh, getting that result so the um, the Tones still hold on to their unbeaten record though that's the way it just finished and that's that's all, um, all the results then I just have to talk about um, Division 2 sorry and uh Big win for Kilcarley. Will they meet the Young Irelanders later on in the, in the year? Danny Riley's in goals. Thanks, John. Um, he was really good with his kickouts. Really snappy. Fired them out. And uh, Cluxon-esque, or Evan Comerford-esque. Um, <coughs> Kilcarley won 14 to 12 point winners. Will those two teams meet in the later part or the end of the championship? Um, it was a nice kind of feeling out for, for the two sides. 8-6, the Young Irelanders led in the first half. The forward unit was flying. Carl Ferretor, Peter McStraverick was all going quite well. The two of done who's in the half forward line got on the score sheet. Those scores dried up and Kilcarley struck a goal with Fintan Brady with 10 minutes to go and then uh, Ty McEnany got four of his second half points to four of his five uh, points in the second half to push on and give Kilcarley a really nice win there and give him a bit of a boost. Then big drama in the, in the Ramparts. Uh, the Gales two fourteen. The Rallies three twelve. The Gales were down two five to six at half time. And John Horn and James Smith got got a goal. Two first half goals for the Rallies put them into the ascendancy. But the Gales dug deep, got back into the game. Actually led. Tom O'Connell gets a goal. Sean Murray gets a goal. Derek Crilly gets a couple of points. Gives them the lead. The Rallies look like they're gone. And then. Ben Smith gets the winner. I think it's Ben. It's either Ben or James. I think it's Ben Smith gets the winner in it in late in injury time. Um, then the clans they're in really good form at the moment. Three ten to eight point winners over the over the the Finbars at home and Annie Gaston. Um, 
just a five minute blitz after this, the first half the second quarter the first half water break Paul Martin gets two goals Mexican him last week he's in a really hot streak of form he gets two goals either side of the Billy Smith um, goal that just fires the tour um, out of the game and th- to be fair to the to tour they um, they worked back into it in the second half made it a little bit more competitive but the clans were out the gate and a good performance from Jason Cullen as well on the 40 there Huddersfield 416 the O'Connell 7 points um, despite the loss Jackie Agnew had a terrific game he had 4 points he had 45s and everything really driving force for the Castle Bellingham outfit from centre half but um, Huddersfield fierce form um, Ryan Bournes with 10 points Glenn Matthews gets the first goal of the game Ryan Ward follows that up and then started the second half Dean Bournes gets a good goal and then Colin Murphy finishes off the scoring uh, well actually Ryan Bournes finished off the scoring but um, finished off the goal scoring was Colin Murphy Roach and the Kevin seem to be a bit of a shooter between Keane Callan and Barry O'Hare both finished with one well, I think Barry O'Hare finished with one nine nearly the Kevin's tally um, the Kevin's uh, Keane Callan did the business there so the Kevin's showing a bit of form they have a new manager we mentioned that last week they have a new manager um, Niall Callan former Roach manager so he travelled down there to face his former side and ran Roach quite close but that's their first win now in two games they were beaten so that's it that has been the league all about it show some big results there um, I'm going to just talk about the table very quickly you can see the top three form teams in the county at the moment are top of division one RD the Moctas and the Martins are going very 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 well and uh, the clans are just behind um, Roach in Division 2. Then you obviously have those 3A and 3B teams unbeaten. The Tones and Glen Emmett's. Glen Emmett's received a walkover today. But um, performance of the weekend, I'm probably going to give it to Cooley. Um, big second half from them. Had an awful lot of media attention during the week for maybe right or wrong reasons. And there was the first win since the 11th of July. So we're going to give performance of the weekend, win of the weekend to Cooley Kickhams. Um, thanks very much for tuning in. Thanks again to the cleaning doctor, external cleaning services in Laird and Monaghan. Windows, walls, gutters, roofs, patios and drivers. They're also on Instagram now. You can follow them there. Thanks very much for tuning in. Really enjoyed the show. I should have a podcast up on this tonight. We had a great chat last week with Gordon Manning who called extra time and he actually called that Dublin might not be able to get find any water when to go to the well once more. That's the way it found out. A lot of players were inspired by that Mayo victory. We're going to have more on the Loud Proud Patreon page during the week. And then we're going to be really revving up for championship with two rounds of league to go. Thanks very much for tuning in. Bye-bye. Good luck. See you next week. So, yes, that was the League All About It show. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks for all the feedback and shouts out and help with all that. A lot of work goes into it, but um, really enjoy it. Love the crack. Um, and then I just want to touch on yeah the Loud Ladies Conquerors Leash they were beaten in the semi-final today they were beaten by Wexford and they'll play Westmead in the final that could have been Loud also could have been Loud that on the 20 team awfully won the All-Ireland today if Loud had a one beat Longford in that funny uh, weird weird game um, they would have played Westmead and the winners of that play were on the awfully side of the draw so would have had a crack at Offaly and who knows then after that how we went because there's just as good a players there in that loud panel as there is in Offaly and Offaly just had a bit of belief and a little bit of uh, grit and determination well organised well drilled a couple of really good players Jack Bright um, Cormac Egan who was 
because of him, I everyone is a mullet under under eighteen years of age. Going out with the mullets and uh, chapping midfield, good player. His name escapes me now, but big win for Offley. And uh, actually, just we was it twenty nineteen? We were in the Leo Murphy Cup final. We played Mayo. I just look back at that team and the Mayo team. Um, and the Hessen was on it. He played half back against yes, and Mark Moran was full forward. I don't he's in the panel, but I don't know where he is. But um, it just shows the development of playing those good players. Donald McKenney was on the loud team and Darren Alley, those two have come on into the senior setup since that game. Maybe a few more will come in the next coming years. But a uh, really good development age, really good competition, really good to get loud to get a couple of wins and that we yet to win in the competition yet. But um, yeah, it just shows and it's inspiring to see Offaly and Roscommon in the final and Offaly go on and do the business. So that's it. That's tonight for the episode 161 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Thanks once again for tuning in, listening in, subscribe, subscribe and join the week for the extra podcast. Really appreciate Really hectic week between Rob Kearney and Mayo in Dublin. Um, more to come. We'll talk about this Tyrone game. We'll talk about um, the ladies trying to bring a loud flavour to it, trying to bring you the best of the best national journalists out there to talk about talking points that's going on on the national and uh, local scale. So you have it all here in Loud and Proud. Thanks very much. Talk to you during the week and talk to you next weekend if you're on the freebie. Bye bye. Say love and say me proud today.